forever. Dog. I really hate that James has no video. I feel like James is on the Listen, beach this somewhere, is, and he doesn't want us to know about it. It's like he already doesn't talk enough, and then we can't even see him to know if he's paying attention. I, we have, I, need, I, I have to have cues. no video. There's nothing I can do. I tried. Is this Y'all your first just... podcast? Jay, how the fuck you invite me to a podcast <laughs> that you didn't even show up for? <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> fucking horrible. <laughs> I wish circumstances were different. <laughs> James on vacation. He's like, I don't want them to know I'm breaking quarantine. I get I it, know, bro. right? I, I, guess, I have to tell my fan, my fan, I've, I'm, I'm go, I'm on live right now. Um, no one can hear you guys' side of the conversation, so this is going to be completely one sided. <laughs> uh, and so I don't know why they listen, and so they will. I'll have to remind every viewer every couple of minutes. They're uh, listening to or like <laughs> one fourth of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will make sense to anyone. No, like, that sounds no. about right. <laughs> It's perfect. It's just they're not gonna. But like, what the fuck else is they doing? Yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like, when you, I mean, that's how boring your life is. You want to hear one fourth of this conversation and fucking do it. That's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's too good. so real. We should talk about mm-hmm. just a, we do a little. We like to do a little cold opens. We should talk about time travel and like, I don't know, like for what, John? Where you going? I, I'm just saying how what you know what point in time you won't go back to. Listen, time travel. <laughs> You can. You should be. You able can to go any ways. direction. You can go back, Wait, forward. Hold I'm on, because niggas don't want to go back in time. I no, know that nobody's going back sure. in time. <laughs> uh, so okay. So here's my here's my here's my question to you guys. Right. So people who don't know, you guys, uh, what started first? You guys have a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And then yes. came Astronomy's Club. I'm getting well, the name wrong. We were uh, we were performing with Astronomy Club as an improv team in New York, uh, and mostly at the Upright Citizens Brigade. And okay. very shortly after that, the three of us started this podcast. So technically Astronomy Club came first. Got um, it. Yeah. Um so I'm hitting I'm hitting here I'm sitting here with Astronomy Club slash naked comedy production. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we make all things <laughs> black. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Braylock. Here, here's what I love about you, man. I never know what ethnicity you're gonna be. I have to wait until you don't get a haircut <laughs> to figure it out. I use that to my strategic advantage in Hollywood. I know. I play, Honestly, I know. I've definitely played other ethnicities. The thing is that I mean, I, I'm just I'm half black, half white. My mom's Italian and Irish, which is great for when people come at me with the racist like Irish people had it worse Italians had it worse kind of thing because I'm like I'm yeah, actually yeah. that too so I know for a fact that they did <laughs> <laughs> like I know oh, my well, history I, I compare my families <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm going to turn this up there's all types of people joining and I realize I'm going to be laughing at you guys a lot and this is just stupid uh, <laughs> you got to commit to the bit you know how it is you, gotta, you commit it now <laughs> I'm in it now Fucking but I want to promote it. you guys so I'm just every just every four minutes I'll be like I'm talking to these guys that'll be that'll be what I do wait you now know? I am curious Bray like for instance if y'all if everyone had a time machine mm-hmm. what, what you doing you going back forward I do I'm not going yeah go ahead Malcolm <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's your show. <laughs> That's why I woke up early to listen to you guys. Woke up ten o'clock 
948 on a Sunday to listen to you motherfuckers talk. Yeah, we were. Okay. Look, I, I'm going to say it. I'm seeing dinosaurs. I'm going back, okay? Dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm seeing dinosaurs. I'm going to chill with dinosaurs for a little bit. Then I'm going to go forward, as far forward as I possibly can, see how everything stops. Then, then. <laughs> how it stops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see how everything stops. Then I'm going to quit this live. <laughs> Yo, James, how would you feel if you went back in time and then found out dinosaurs didn't exist? Look, like, listen. <laughs> my whole entire heart, don't do this to me today. <laughs> James would be like, I'd be like, Yo, James would go back like before the asteroids and like, hey, man, that was made up. I feel like that would just be the heart, the most heart wrenching thing of all. It's, I would it's just, just some guy named Lenny. It's <laughs> like, dude, it's no dinosaurs like, now. Yeah, man, we live in this cave, bro. You can come over here and have some of these ribs. <laughs> Don't crash my dreams this morning, Jerome. I'm, I'm sorry, you're right. That's my bad. The dinosaurs are there, man. You can see you some some velociraptors who are small. Jurassic yeah. Park lied to everybody, James. They small. Jurassic Park didn't lie. So it's a science. Fiction film, like it's not. I'm saying velociraptors are tiny. It's a real they tiny, James. <laughs> they got feathers. Motherfuckers got feathers. You ain't know they that. They can fly, James. They do have feathers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they multicolored, James. <laughs> <laughs> These dinosaurs is multicolored. They lie to you. They don't even want to tell you dinosaurs is colored. That's how. That's how fucked up this world is. <laughs> like, they don't want to tell you, hey man, nobody fuck with the T Rex. All right, the T-Rex too brown, you know what I'm saying? He doing too much. So You, go, you know what I would do? What, what, I would go back in time with a... What, I hate to say this, this is going to sound reckless, but I'm going to say it anyway. I would go back to like the 1800s, dressed like the Punisher with guns, and I would just go on plantations and just like handle shit. And if people are like... And I'm not saying I'm going to kill people, I'm saying I'm going to handle shit. So if it needs to get messy... Sounds, sounds like a, that you're saying exactly that you're going to kill me. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm going to be ready, okay? I'm a, damn, you're going to be ready. You're going to go back... Oh, you're going to go back I'm, to a plantation with machine guns and then... Just to be ready. ready. Because they going to come out here with a whip or they, they gun, they got to load and shit. And I'm like, oh, for real? Like Indiana Jones. Gerard, what are you doing otherwise, though? <laughs> what I are you just, doing? I just want to pimp slap people with a gun. I want to just pimp slap a plantation owner with my gun, just a pistol whip. Like, oh, for real? Just like Gerard, that. Gerard's going there to have conversations with slavery. He's like, <laughs> let's it. talk this out. I'm just trying out. to explain to people. I'm going to be like the ghost of Christmas past. I'm going to just show up when they sleep. Be like, hey, man, y'all might want to stop this. Because if not, I got to come back. Gerard's going to go back and be like, I think the reason you guys are acting this way is because you don't know a thing about uh, white privilege. Let me explain this to you. <laughs> <laughs> and you go Slave and listen today. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you know, you see that? That's a microaggression. <laughs> we will not tolerate that here. <laughs> <laughs> but where you gonna go? You can't go uh, to the 90s. You can't go to the 80s, I go to the just, 70s, the 60s. What's funny is before now, I always say I would not go back in time. Now I'd go back to just the Obama period. Now that's mm. that's the only time I would go back to. I always, you know, it's funny. People always, because I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to be on a time travel show. And Ooh. because of that, every day we know people that. would ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We we got that one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a factor. Um, <laughs> it's like men- it's like meeting Monica Lewinsky. It's like, <laughs> like we we know Whoa, why we know. Wow, we were just randomly talking about time travel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, they would ask me all the time, and I would always talk about it. It's like, that's such a white question. Like, black people don't go, like, when when before would which right. I be? So you always have to, like, pick an event. There's no time. Like, I won't be anywhere for too long, right? So I always pick events, like Watt Stack or, you know, something like that. Like, I always pick, like, a cool, I always pick a cool party. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no just, like, time that I want to sit and chill, you know? Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Got to keep it moving. Yeah, we can't keep going back. I hate experiencing deja vu. Speaking uh, of, I, come on, John. <laughs> Listen, I think we got to sh- talk about those transitions when we have a guest on the show. You can't be, you can't just be saying the title like that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I know. Wait, oh right, but I that wasn't. I was just talking about you know when you replay things, it's just like ah, it's deja vu. You, when wow. you guys review Batman, oh. you go like, uh, you know, last night was a dark night. Speaking yes, of that's what he Christian does. Bale, yes, that's, that's literally what exactly what he does. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. And the problem, they're, they're, Malcolm. They're mad because they've heard it before. For them, it's just deja vu. Don't you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do it. Ah. All right, let's ah. start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Say what it is. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Revolution City! I'm always stopping people after they do something. I want to do it before they do something. Did you yeah, shake your was, bottom lip like Denzel? Like, I did. Denzel <laughs> be shaking the lip. hell out that you bottom lip. You can't see it, but I shook what my bottom lip. From? What is that from? It's from it's this from, movie. It's from, it's from Deja Vu. <laughs> oh. But I want to, before they do it. Is that your Denzel? Denzel <laughs> it's not my Denzel impression. It's my, you know, that, it's my Denzel, it's my approximation, you know. You're doing Denzel Washington. It's my, <laughs> it's my Denzel. I just want to get this clear. It's my Denzel Denzel Washington. Hilarious. You're doing the actor? You're doing the actor Denzel Washington? (laughs) Yes. um, Okay. (laughs) It's Denzel Uh Jenkins. It's my neighbor. (laughs) It's not like Denzel Jenkins. (laughs) I want to perform it before they happen. They perform at the theater. You know what I'm saying? For those who don't know, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan. And I'm James the Third. Why does he uh, do that? Why he says his name? No uh. one will ever know. Uh, we do. Yeah, why does he say it like Steven Universe? <laughs> yeah. God. Um, uh, we also have a special guest today. Okay, wait, wait. Podcast. Let me get let me, let me get the drums uh, ready. <clears throat> Jirai likes to do these drums. Okay, uh, I've never watched the show. Oh God. God, that was the you snare guys drum. just do horrible impressions for the entire show. <laughs> well, that, was, that was my. <laughs> the, the game of the show that. is horrible impressions. <laughs> Wait, but that was my. Killing it. That was my drum plus the snare. The ch- the First of all, the ch- it's a snare. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, it wasn't a fucking drum. That's <laughs> what the fuck I said. But the. <laughs> That was almost as good as oh his Denzel Jenkins impression. Malcolm Barrett, everyone. <laughs> oh, Welcome, man. Welcome. Uh, this is fun. Oh, you, you, Lord. You, you, you may know him as Rufus from Timeless. We we were taught. We were we briefly mentioned that. 
I'm saying, I yeah, know we know the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know the show. Could you just say written house for me real quick? I just that's it'll take me back. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. We have uh, to stop written house. Yes. <laughs> That's the key to acting. My boy Jonathan Slavin. Uh, so I, I uh, my boy John, I did. Uh, so I've done more than one TV show. Another Very one I did so. was, was was better off Ted with my boy Johnny Slavin. And me and him that have uh, very similar approaches to acting. He teaches acting, and uh, they'll tell he'll t- talk about how to be scared in a scene or some shit like that. And it'll be like it's not that hard. He was like, you just breathe. <laughs> like you just go like this. It was just like what. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's it you're scared you're that's, pretty, that's pretty good honestly, honestly that, that's great i was i was residually scared i was like oh snap he's scared i'm scared now yeah it's acting's not hard like at all like if there's anything i can if there's any message i can send to the viewers acting's not that fucking hard dude just breathe honestly i'm gonna try that because i always get told i'm not breathing so maybe that's why you know i'm out here are you not breathing when you act Holly- i mean i guess not that's why i'm on hollywood boulevard doing these uh you know what i'm saying reenactments of juice uh, you know, I like to do the hood classics uh, next to Superman. On the street? Yeah, yeah On man. the street? Yeah, yeah. I go to Hollywood Boulevard, baby. You, you know can't just mean? be saying lines from Juice on the street. <laughs> Not I in be doing climate. New Jersey Drive. Like, uh, Minister Society out on the streets. You know what I'm saying? Maybe New Jersey little... Drive. Yes. Yeah, you know, giving vibes. Giving you vibes. know what I like about black movies? Black movies will be famous and make $8. Like, New Jersey True. Drive. <laughs> True. Like, why is that so movie real. famous? I don't even remember. I bet, I bet I got friends in it. But I don't I don't know why that movie is famous. Why was that a landmark movie? I think just because, is that the one um, Lorenz Tate was in? I think people are like, oh, uh, let me see. <laughs> Wait, why is, which, why is which one famous? New Jersey uh, Drive. New Jersey Drive. Like, we all know that movie. Why? Jersey Drive. Uh, there, I just feel yeah, like... good point. There are, Why do we know that movie? It's just because yeah. black, black people don't have... There, are only, there were only so many movies where black people were yeah. just the Black movies cast. made $8. There was also only eight black movies. So there's... <laughs> <laughs> so we know oh, all of them. Oh, man. And white people know none right. of them. I, I, I guarantee you that white people are hearing about New Jersey Drive for the first time. Right, guys. If if I could do anything, it's it's to teach white people about New Jersey Drive. If I could do, if I can uh, contribute anything to society uh, during these tr- traumatic times. Oh yeah, we we did forget to say this is a this is a film review podcast where we review yes we do films of leading black actors. Yeah, okay, we talk about them in the context of race and diversity yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> and today we are reviewing the I believe it's two thousand six film That's Deja right. Vu. Uh, yeah. Starring Denzel Washington uh, and Paula Patton. And Paula Patton. She was in everything at one point, man. It was crazy. No, you know what? She was in four things at one point. Yeah. I, yeah. It I'm, was it was 2006, and she did four <laughs> movies like, in 2006, and everybody was like, "This is it, Paula Patton. She's the one." And then it, it for some reason it stopped. It was so okay. So I was actually talking about this this morning with uh, my lady woman, because um, <laughs> I was like. I was like, what the fuck happened to Paula Patton? Like, wasn't she? Like, she's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I guess talented. I haven't seen, like, a host, a slew of Paula Patton movies. But, like, her last major ones was probably, like, fucking Mission Impossible and, like, Two Guns. Right. And then she did, like, maybe two romantic, like, two black romantic comedies. Yeah, or, like, you know, Jump romantic the Broom. Comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jump the Broom. Which I auditioned for. Hey, fuck everybody and Jump the Broom. <laughs> 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 
Here we go. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> friends with everybody in that too. <laughs> fuck everybody involved in that shit, or just the director. I don't remember who the director is, but fuck him. If I see you, it's all good. It's you know, I just mean fuck you. You should cast like, me. I get, it. I get it. I remember this shit because I went in there, and you know who I auditioned for the character Malcolm from Brooklyn. And wow. at some point, I give. <laughs> At some point, I don't know if you've noticed, but my name is Malcolm, and I'm from Brooklyn. And at some point, the director goes, it's just, you just don't seem like you're from Brooklyn. And I, and I, I heat, I heat item for 30, 30 whole black seconds. And, and I think Kim Coleman might have been the casting director. And she looks at me, she knows me. She's like, he's, he's from Brooklyn. And I was so mad, and they got D-Ray. And I was just yeah, they like, got D-Ray. Oh, just say you want a nigga. Don't say I'm not from where I'm from. I'm from where I'm from. Just say I wanted it more niggerish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm got the photo bring, of D-Ray right now. I mean, He's definitely got on a blazer. With a, yep. Yep. They, yeah, they, yeah, they got what they wanted. Yeah, they got what yeah. they wanted. Which, hey, and I remember I did Peoples. That movie made uh, five times his budget. Our movie made... Oh, half of his budget is back. So, I mean, you know, they did their thing, but, you know. Apparently, Paul Patton was in that movie, Warcraft. She yes, was. So, she was. She was. So, me and my lady was talking about this, and she was like, you know what happened is um, that whole thing with Robin Thicke. I, that's what I think it is. Because mm. that Robin Thicke thing popped off. They divorced. Um, and then she continues to work, but like you haven't really, you don't notice these right. movies. Yeah. But that's also, here's the other thing about um, being an actor in Hollywood, a black Hollywood, uh, Hollywood is like, motherfuckers will work. You don't always see shit, but, but, but cats work. You know what I mean? And that's right. like, that's the hardest part of this business. One thing, one part is to be famous, right? Mm-hmm. Or to accomplish a thing that that is a landmark thing that people recognize, right? That's one small part of the business that everyone wants to attain, but what they don't understand is that it's a minutia of it. The other part is maintenance and continuing to work. And that that is that is the hard part. It's one right. thing to shine, it's another to keep shining. And that's the, that's the hardest part of this business. Right. And yeah, because people say that all the time. They'll be like, where'd this person go? It's like, they didn't go anywhere. You just stop noticing the things that they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's real. Also, also, the things that they're doing are not are maybe that not popular or whatever reason. Yeah. Like, what, Cuba I'm Gooding showing. Jr. literally never had a break. He literally <laughs> exactly. never had a break. Exactly. <laughs> and people mm. ask where he went all the time. Right. <laughs> Yeah, he, he used to, I know, the man was in the O.J. Simpson uh, TV show that everybody, everyone, like, people are like, oh, yeah, John Travolta, and, and you know, like, you know, Rob, oh, yeah, Rob Schneider's still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, Schneider, Rob Schneider's, Schneider's doing his thing. <laughs> he, did, Schwimmer, he did his thing. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Rob Schneider. Um, <laughs> anyway, we got to do this deja vu. It's a turbulent time. It's a turbulent. I don't know. Fuck. Can I tell you guys? Guys, you caught me at the right slash wrong time. I can't tell you how much I don't give a fuck. I love I'm this. Because just... cause this is my thing. I, like, you've, you've been in Hollywood making movies so long and TV shows. I'm like, I'm very interested to know, like, what is it like? Because how we're talking about Paula Patton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everyone's saying, people have been working. But what is it like when, like, you have a gig you've known for a while, but yet it almost feels like you still have to go back to the rat race again? Like, I feel like Paula Patton has so many movies, but then now she's still, I'm looking at her IMDb as like, oh, she's working, but it's like the BET Plus show here or, like, the other Uh thing there. And it not to say that's a downgrade, but you were in fucking Mission Impossible. 
You know what I mean? Like, how does that happen? I just don't get it. Whereas, like, you'll see a white person in a show vanish for four years. Now they're in an Oscar movie out of nowhere. And you're like, wait, how the hell did you just come back like well, that? I, yeah, man. I think about that all the time, man. Because here's the thing. White people... Look, most public... We live in a, a country that's mostly white, right? So things are... are um, lean towards that right they have affinity towards that you'll you'll see a magazine with a with a actress who's never who hasn't worked in five years a white actress who hasn't worked and it'll just be like look look at her like or it'll be like a brand new white woman that was in one movie and it'll be like the it girl you're like she just she she made an indie movie it made seven dollars how is she <laughs> the thing you know what i mean mm -hmm. but like meanwhile like you got to be beyonce or rihanna to make the cover of some shit do you yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's the thing is like, it's very hard to stay relevant in an industry that will throw you away. You know what I mean? And so you have to find the work that is like interesting to you, you know, and, and, and maintain that because it's, it's very, it's very hard to stay relevant. You have to be a, a, a workhorse. Yeah. yeah. We track this like when we first start. <clears throat> we're doing a Denzel Washington movie today and we hadn't done a lot of Denzel movies or Will Smith movies because at the beginning of the podcast, we were like, okay, there's like five black actors that like people see all the time. You know, mm -hmm. they like, you, they, there was a term in the 90s they would call, or I guess maybe even 80s, they would be like crossover stars, right? Like Eddie Murphy, mm -hmm. like, oh, this person can appeal to black and white audiences. But like all other, like so many other leading black actors they would be like, yeah, like they they just appeal to black people though. Like they they would just write them off. So even even if people were had a big hit or starring in a bunch of films, uh, you would kind of you would see them come and go. And then that's why you have like so so many of these things because we were like, yeah, what's a a, a movie in which a, a black person is a star of like a, a t uh, like a time travel movie. And like, of course, it's like Denzel with this, mm -hmm. and then like Will Smith with like Men in Black three. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the same. And then there's uh, there's uh, what is it? Time jumpers or time stoppers or something like that? Where there's a black guy. Oh. I never. Yeah, yeah. There's a black guy in that. I haven't seen that black guy before or after that movie, and I don't think I've actually seen that movie to be honest. <laughs> Not right. Wait, that. was that the one with Hayden Christensen as well, or no? You're talking about a different one. No, no that's this, uh, one, this that's was a, a new black dude. That's that's not Looper. It's a uh, you look like you uh, the ghost of a black woman just walked behind uh, <laughs> Gerard or something like that. <laughs> the ghost of a black woman. <laughs> Whoa! I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> this is a paranormal activity in his house. There's a movie called Time Jumper. Yeah, yeah time jumpers. Like and are you talking about Whoa, Samuel no. Evans? Who? Who is this guy uh, from Time Jumpers? <laughs> yo, <for laughs> think, uh, this, movie but this movie's only a couple I, years old, though, right? I've never it's, heard of it. Yeah, like two years ago. Time jumpers. Time jumpers. This is the one. Oh, you're I thought I made about. that one up. Hold oh on. yeah, you're right, James. Samuel <laughs> D. <laughs> no, Evans. You didn't, you didn't make it up. It's a real movie. It does oh, I'm thinking of some other movie. But who is this? Wait, I've seen. Wait, I've seen this movie actually. I think I have. Yeah, this movie I, got oh. a black kid with a hot top fade, and he was going back in time. What? Oh shit! I've never heard of this. This movie. What the fuck movie is? <laughs> Guys, I made that title up. You made it <laughs> up, and it's, and it's an exact movie with a black dude in it. But I've never heard of it ever. I don't yeah, think this was a, ma a major. No, movie, no, so. I think I've seen. I don't think it was major. I, I just know. tried to look it up at the box office mojo, and they said what they they actually the search results said what the fuck you talking about? 
That's what the that's what I don't I'm reading the search results. That's what it said on Google. Wow, this is crazy. This dude is this is a real movie. <laughs> Guys, I I love that I made up a movie, a time travel movie about an unknown black guy. <laughs> and, and it actually and it exists. Honestly, can I tell you what just happened? That's, that's progress. I, that's I made it up. This was like a Bill and Ted thing. I talked. The movie didn't exist, right? The movie didn't exist. This is deja vu. The movie didn't exist. But I talked about it, and now I exist because later on I'm going to make the movie. Right. You're the director of the movie. I'm the director of the movie, and and my but I I don't want to fuck up the time loops. Right. So, so you my, change your name. So uh, okay. Wait. I've seen Johansson. I've seen the short. This is based on. It's a really good short. I haven't seen the 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 movie, but I've seen the short. It's based on. I, it, I I really like it. God. <laughs> Honestly, James, no one cares. I know. <laughs> How come I all know? Right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, wow, we haven't wow. talked this, about this. Do your, view, the, do your this viewers know group. that we can't see Wendell? Like, I mean, no uh, one can see James. James. We never see James. James hides from us on purpose. Yeah, um, James is at true. the beach. I'm telling you. It's true. <laughs> Let me just talk about what. This oh, sorry. Is. The movie. Sorry, oh, yes, hey guys. Movie. Just so you guys know, um, if you've ever seen any show, I've guessed it on. I'm huge on tangents, never stay on topic. It's never, it, it, it's it, never going to work It works out. for us, Malcolm. No, it, it actually works, works for this works. show. Again, literally <laughs> never seen your show. And so I don't know how it works, and I don't care. When I'm here for you, I'll, let's be black and men together. Fully appropriate. Uh, <laughs> this, that makes perfect sense for what we do for here. Those, for those who, who don't know, Deja Vu is about uh, a, an ATF agent don't see a lot of those in starring in films. <laughs> nope. uh, an ATF agent uh, is investigating a, a bombing of a of a like a ferry that a bunch of Navy uh, sailors were on with their families, and uh, during the course of this, he basically gets uh, contacted by these FBI agents who are like, "Hey, can you help us like look at some surveillance stuff?" And he slowly realizes what they're looking at is some machine. Boring. Back no, into sorry. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's already, you are, we already lost. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have ADD. Um, yes. So that's that's what we got here. Uh, but then there's like a love story part to it There's a love story too. part to it, which we definitely need to talk about. Um, okay. So this is great. Yeah. I, I just watched this movie last night slash also this morning. Yeah. Um, Respect. James. Too. And yeah. <laughs> and What's great is this is what I love about Hollywood movies. It's about it's a, it's an ATF uh, it's an ATF agent who is um, who's investigating an explosion at a ferry, and in the course of this investigation, these higher ups who are taking it over, um, he realizes that they have this sort of what they believe to be a satellite device turns out to actually be a sort of time machine, a pseudo time machine. Um, and so if you look at it, when, when Denzel was um, promoting the movie, he would always talk about it not being science fiction, but science fact or some, something like that. He would always, he was coining some term at the, at the time, because when you watch the movie, um, it's one of those sci-fi movies that doesn't really, it, 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 the glossiness of what we're used to is like lasers and like right. me next to a dinosaur, right? But really it's just about the, the sci-fi of the technology and recreating this. And he doesn't actually travel through time until like the last 10 minutes of the movie, um, which is like sort of crazy. Yeah. And then he's ATF agent, like, which is like, which is crazy. That's also yeah. a thing. Like who? Yeah. It's like, who wants it to is. be like an ATF agent? Really? Yeah. 
Um, I just love that alcohol, tobacco, and firearms are grouped together. Like, because I feel like if I if I started a rap group, we would have been called ATF. Right. You know what I mean? That's not an agency. That's it. Um, that's a gangster rap group in the '80s. Yo, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, bitch. Um. All right, let's do initial yeah. thoughts. Like, yeah, what, <laughs> what was your initial thoughts? Did you like? Oh yeah, segment? this is you guys sent me the format of your show. It's all right. Is, you don't need this to. This is it. This is it. Right. I just try to follow the format, and most people. Uh, say Are you reading it? Show. Yeah, uh, that's the Irish side of you trying to keep shit in line. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, did. We did you... a twenty-three and me before the show started. <laughs> I'm not going to be helpful at all during it. <laughs> Well, what you Gerard, think? What? are you checking text messages? Nigga, I, 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 you were in a do rag and checking text messages through listen, the, Is I'm this working, your show? Listen, I'm working on a Black Lives Matter project and I told them I had to record and they're asking me questions and they don't understand that the podcast also helps uh black representation. <laughs> so I'm literally sending a response right now. Yes, it's a podcast, but it focuses on black issues. So I'm sending that. Oh, to you're the explaining the podcast. So I'm you, you're trying to justify hilarious. the work you're doing outside of work. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I can't take this call because we're dealing with black shit too. So you know. So guys, I'm super glad to be on this podcast when <laughs> yeah. you have to explain to people that you're doing the podcast <laughs> while you're doing the podcast. Look, this is the world, man. No oh one cares about the plight, okay? Black people got to help on so many different Yo, levels. Who knit that sweater? What hey, is man, that hoodie that you... Who hey, man, did that? I got this who from... Who did that? Uh, I got this niece from made that fucking hoodie? I got this from an astronomy club show, and it's, it's so warm, but also so breathable at the same time. Wow. I can't tell if it's appropriation, so I don't wear it outside. Appropriation <laughs> of what? I, I don't yeah. know. Pride? Well, someone told... I wore it once, and someone said, oh, have you been to Mexico? And I was like, no. And they were like, oh... And after that, I was like, oh, maybe this is not something that... Uh... I love I love how thoughtful you were in response to that question. Someone was literally just asking about your travel plans, and you're like, yeah. fuck, man. I don't want to disrespect Mexico. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> I, that's so I weird. Like, if you didn't you know, go to Mexico, like, if you went to Mexico, it would have been okay. <laughs> look, man, I, I don't... Look, I don't know what to do anymore i just try my best not to offend people oh man you, they were this. they thought you were like a white girl that got braids from the caribbean they were like oh okay did you were you recently oh, she's like no, I, just, I just went to compton and got these braids <laughs> like, oh oh okay okay Catherine. okay <laughs> okay i keep uh, forgetting oh, is your show visual no oh wait wait no. i do have one initial thought i want to say about this movie okay go uh, ahead I saw this movie once, and I saw it. This is about to be real black, but I got to say it. I had met my, my, not met, but I had seen my real dad for the second time in my life, and we went to go see this movie. No way. I, I don't know why we saw this movie, and we didn't like go have dinner to talk, but we saw Deja Vu, and then I think we may have got like ice cream, and that was it for like the next six, seven years. Like I, I love just, how you preface this by saying this is going to sound real black, and it had to do with you seeing your father for the second time. In your life. That's so sad. That's my, so sad. My, this is this is two thousand six, so and it's like oh, again, I don't know why we saw this movie, but I think it was in a mall, and we walked around the mall for a little bit, talked, and then it was like. Do you want to see a movie? And we saw Deja. Well, you saw you this like, movie because it was the Denzel movie that was out. Right. Like, I also, it's not like I just also, I just also loved it. It's like, hey, when's the last time you seen your son? Okay, when did Deja Vu come out? <laughs> Yo, that's so okay. real. <laughs> that's so real. Oh my god. 
But what did you I, what did you think of it then? I, I mean, remember. Then, could you even? I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking. I honestly watched the movie. I had a flash. I remember thinking one. This was an awkward ass situation to be in. I'm sitting next to you. I got my own popcorn. We're not even sharing popcorn. <laughs> it's not bought, funny, but wait. it's so funny. We had Who two separate your, popcorns. <laughs> Who bought your popcorn? Oh, I wasn't paying for that, John. I was like, nigga. Yeah, at least bought the popcorn. You get this popcorn. <laughs> We're not going to share popcorn, but you're going to buy my popcorn. The least you can do is buy, the least, buy me my popcorn. The own. least. First of all, I remember that. And also, I remember the part. There was a part in this movie where um they're looking at um they're looking at uh uh, uh what's her name um oh my goodness I can't think of it Paula Patton and like she's showering or some shit and then he goes I remember this well that's creepy and I was like good for you woke black dude that is creepy <laughs> I remember not and being like huh <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> my dad is socially conscious I like, yes. okay <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't really know him like that. I don't know him, but you know, I'm happy to know you're not a creep. <laughs> well, now you guys Speaking have been a part of my life. So. Hey, he had my dad, w- my dad left too. If that feels okay, <laughs> if that's all right with you, if that helps. I don't yeah, know. Man, it does, honestly, it does help. Yeah, he wasn't around a lot. He was light skinned as shit too. Just so everybody know, just so you got the picture in your head. It ain't like light skinned niggas. <laughs> It ain't just dark skinned people leaving. Yeah. Light skinned niggas too. All of them do Light. it. Yeah. All niggas matter. <laughs> Yo, oh, wait. Man. Have we talked about for real the movie yet? Like, what time? Oh, yeah. here's what my problem. Here, what you think here's, about Malcolm? Oh, I fucking love Deja Vu. I really serious. With uh, Deja Vu, right, is directed by Tony Scott, right? Ridley Scott's brother. And Rest in peace. It's, it's one of those movies. It's like if Michael Bay cared. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like one of those movies. It's so weird because it does a lot of these shots that are not traditional shots. Like they do a lot of shots that feel like voyeuristic. You know what I mean? These sort of side shots. It's not just like close up medium. It's a lot of side shots with random zooming in and out. Um, a lot of uh, close ups on um, action and, 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 and cutting into that action and sort of doubling. And so it's, a, it's, it's interesting how the movie is made cinematically. It's actually a really good movie. Uh, uh, cinematically speaking, um, um, it's it, it's great. It's fun. The the colorization of it, like it it, it um, it, it's really good. I, I really yeah. like it. It does fall into that Hollywood trope of if there's a leading man and a leading woman, because pa- mm-hmm. Paula Patton's kind of support. She's not even really a lead in it. Not she's in this just, movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> she's actually. What's funny is like you probably call her the lead or the supporting woman, but really she's just like. A woman. She's just like yeah. one yeah. of two women in the movie right. with lines. That's you know, so but they yeah. they fall into the Hollywood trope <laughs> of um, they have to be romantic, right. which so is weird. weird. It's so weird because the first time that Denzel Washington sees Paula Patton, she's fucking dead. She's an, yeah. okay. She's a corpse. She's a corpse. And but the music, the piano plays we hear the and he's romantic. looking at her and, he's, and he says and something like, too, all right? He calls her he's, beautiful. He says she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the, and and the guy's look, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, so I come from um I'm from Brooklyn. My daddy my granddaddy ran Barrett and Saunders uh, funeral parlor. He had a couple funeral parlors, right? Um no one looks like that when they're dead. Uh, I can tell you that. Yeah, I'm about and, to say. And two, 
Um, we had a guy that I feel like would have said, hey, she looks beautiful. He was a weird guy. So <laughs> this is, it's super weird because Hollywood falls into that trope of like, they they obviously wanted it to be like, and also she's like burnt to death, theoretically. In yes, too. yes, and she's has, burnt. Like, fingers chopped up. I mean, she also was found like pulled out of the river. So like, there's no way she looks she like She looks fucking amazing. <laughs> she, like, yo. here's the thing. I live in an apartment and bathe regularly and feel all right today. And I will never look as good as burnt up, drowned Paula Patton at the beginning of Deja Vu. Nope. Makes no sense. Also, there's certain parts about it that is just so creepy because uh, you see him like the dad gives, the dad gives her, I mean, gives Denzel like a bunch of photos. I need you to care. I'm like, cool. Got it. Uh, but then when Denzel starts looking at her throughout the whole life, there is no way. One, is it bad that I was watching this movie that I was like, there's no way a black dude can get away with all this? Like, they're like, hey, so where should we look to find the bomber? Hey, let's go, let's go stalk out that beautiful black woman. This is the key. There is no way, <laughs> there is no way in this room full of white people and one black woman gonna go, yeah, let's follow this hot black chick for like <laughs> hours. <laughs> hours they were doing this, watching her like, Go on phone calls, like I, but man. they had they had no clue. Like they they did not know where to look, and they were like, "This only is lead. you know whatever he says, we're gonna fight." Right. Like they yeah. they went to him because they didn't know what to do. Like they wasn't gonna but, go to him at first. They was one. They wanted to find. They the weren't gonna go to him at first. They weren't. I gotta read this thing on 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 Wikipedia. It says that <clears throat> that that these guys who wrote this, they had the idea for a film. Uh, where it was just like a cop looking back and he was trying to investigate his girlfriend's murder. And then as they were as they were talking more about it, they were like, wait, this guy says, I had an explosive kind of epiphany. No, he should fall in love with her while he's watching the last few days of her life. So this is that guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that dude's fan- weird fantasy. The thing but, I, uh, the thing yeah, I didn't ahead. like was how like he was so... Like he would just touch everything. Like before, before yes. we even get, before we even get to the scene where they're like, "Your fingerprints are all over the place." He's like, he's touching her. He's like touching her lips, her dead body, <laughs> like, and it's like, supposed to be romantic and like, oh look at that's when he's he's touching her and falling for her. But it was like, no, what? That's a dead, that's a dead body, like. Right. Yeah, it's it's weird because uh, so near the end of the movie, they finally meet. Uh, meet spoiler alert uh, for people <laughs> who hasn't seen uh, 2006 Deja Vu. Um, they finally meet, and like, there's a whole thing where like he saves her from Jim Caviezel, mm-hmm. um, not his character, the actual actor. Um, <laughs> he, and then, and then. Why is there music? Okay, sorry. There's suddenly um, I'm playing RJD2 in my headphones. I don't know if you guys can hear it. No, but like straight revolution music is happening right now. Um, But they meet and he gets her, and then they're alone for like two seconds, and then they're at the ferry trying to get back to Jim Caviezel, and they look at each other, and he just kisses her and leaves. Like, but it's not even like a deep look. He's just like, he's like, and then he leaves, and And she looks like. Yeah, like, but why'd I'm you like, leave? Y'all met like an hour ago. Yeah, like Tessa how did this? <laughs> my wife, my my wife was watching this movie with me. She was so bad. She was just like, "What? No, 
ew, why would he? And like the whole time too, before she was like, I don't know you. Like she had had a gun on him. <laughs> she was just bound. Thirty minutes before, gagged. She had a a, a something a bag over her head. She didn't know. <laughs> what was going There's on? And nothing then he, romantic about but that. This is he's walking no. through her house. He's walking through her house. Knows where her alcohol and shit is. Is going in the closet where her boyfriend left clothes. You should off break. This is how I know the movie was fake. Because let me, let well, me okay, walk in me, any woman's house right now, especially a black woman who like who's just went through a traumatic experience, and I know where shit is, and she ain't never met me. I'm shot, bro, and I deserve Dude. it at that point. Yeah. I don't need to be in your house in your fridge. In your cabinets, in your closets? Pick up a black woman's purse. Now you oh. telling me <laughs> you can't what? you can't touch a black woman's purse. Aretha Franklin won't leave her purse around you. You just gonna go in, in this lady's cabinets? In the cabinets. I remember one uh, time nah. my aunt was like, go grab something out my purse, right? I think I wanted some gum or something like that. And I went to go get it. And my other cousin, who's like auntie age, so I called her auntie too, because you know how we do. Uh, she was like, uh-uh, boy, don't be going in a um, black woman's purse. I was like, no, she said, get the gum. She's like, that is so disrespectful. She's setting you up. It was a test, and you have failed. Put that purse down and go downstairs. And I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> was, was I tricked? Did I, like, am I now not a good black kid? See, I will never, I, I will never touch a black. It, even if a black woman tells me, uh, "Yes, yeah, in my purse," I go, "Okay." I, I talk to a black woman in person the same way I do cops. I go like, "Hey, I'm going into your purse. You told me it was okay. I'm putting my right hand into the purse. Okay? I'm not touching around, really. I don't feel nothing. I'm I don't not know. I don't know what nothing. else is in here. I don't want nothing else. I'm just getting Tic Tacs. Okay, I got the Tic Tacs. Can I leave, please? It was legit. This movie was so creepy. And then even at the end, we already jump jumping around. But it's like, I knew he was going to come back. First off, his death, I want to say this, was the most pointless death ever. Because I was like, I still was so confused about like how he technically died. And I was like, he didn't need to die. That scene, I mean, with him, to, he didn't need to die. To be fair... I don't. I don't know how they lived. I, I mean, they, <laughs> I, like the, this. There's truck that has a bunch of bombs in it that we've seen in the beginning of the movie blow up an entire ferry, get shot up maybe twelve times, and then dumped in the river, and then hit by the boat, and it still doesn't explode. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Your diver goes off, and she still right. somehow swims no far enough away. Right, that like <laughs> that she doesn't get caught up in the explosion herself. Yeah. Also, it, yeah. also she's bound and gagged, <laughs> and this bound and gag woman who's been through a whole lot of shit makes her way and swims through it. Meanwhile, the trained ATF agent gets <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm fucked, man. Yeah. But <laughs> this is my this is my this is my theory with De- Deja. I do I do like the movie though. The end was like, and and the, and the, the romance stuff is weird. But this is how I justify it. I don't think it's right, but this is how I justify it. <laughs> he must have, like, not been in love with her at first, but did this cycle so many times that through the cycle, his, like, consciousness or, like, subconsciousness was falling in love with her. Like, I'm a- okay, you know I'm I mean? excited by this theory. What do you mean by the cycle? So I think that, like, clear, like, so, you know, they, they kind of, when, he, when we first see him and he goes to the house, we see on the refrigerator, you can save her. 
And then at the end of the movie, we realize that's him that did it. So we know he's done it at least once before. But my thinking is they, he's like, for whatever reason, went back and tr- maybe try at first was just trying to stop the ferry. You know what I mean? But like in the course of trying to stop the ferry, you know, all this stuff happened with her. And as he did it again, like whatever, he maybe he dies. The only thing that doesn't make sense is like somehow his like body would continually have to like disappear. But he could maybe just keep getting to the ferry and then dying on the ferry, right? And so his yeah. body would be in the ocean. So like I'm confused. Theor- theoretically, theoretically, if they went to the bottom of the ocean, they could find a bunch of Denzel corpses. Just a his bunch character. of Denzel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I, I no, love that James, theory. You. I love that theory, especially just because, like, if the if the fairy explodes, right? If the fairy explodes in one timeline, then he has failed. He has failed in other timelines, right? Yeah. Right? Like, like in a timeline where all of those things happen that happen at the beginning of the movie that are connected to this time loop that he is in. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I actually, and that's one of the reasons. I I actually super love this movie. I was excited about this movie because, you know, it is one of the few. Here's the other thing. You don't have a lot of black people in sci-fi, um, which True. makes zero sense um, <laughs> <True>. because <laughs> because we're not we're not there's not less black people like as time yeah. progresses. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. So it's just we should weird be moving that, to the forefront. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, su- it's super weird where it's just it's one of those things that's like oh that's because there's white people in Hollywood and and that's who's making the movies. Like I was having a conversation with a, a friend of mine, an actor friend of mine, years ago. Um, I'm not gonna say a bunch of names, but like I mean, we were talking about war movies, and I was like, I love this dude, but I was like, he never has black people in his war movies. And he was like, well, you know, in the in the, in the, in the next war or something like that, you know, when they get to civil or something like that, and I was like, we fought in all the wars, my dude. Every like, war. we, we, we weren't fighting, we weren't always, we were segregated a lot of times, summertime, but we're, we're in every war. Mm-hmm. You know what the I mean? Le- so like, revolutionary war. There's every not, since, war. since we got here, we've been <laughs> fighting. It's not like, there wasn't ones where we sat it out. You know what I mean? And so it's a, it's a weird thing, but he believes that because that's what he saw in Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know? And there's a lot more people that see movies than read books. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the, and, and uh, in terms of history, in terms of knowing yeah, about exactly. history. And so it's, it's a very frustrating thing because you know, we wind up having these conversations in and out of Hollywood with people who don't know anything about history and don't know how we got here and what's going on. And people are making the same faulty arguments over and over and over again. And just to bring it to uh, the current climate and and not help your TV show at all or podcast, <laughs> uh, it's like I, I, I tweeted something where I went, imagine seeing a stop police brutality. Imagine being a time traveler seeing a stop police brutality sign and not knowing what year it is. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So when, when white folks suddenly become aware of things or ask, how do we do this? It's just like, hey, man, we've been telling you this shit for years. Why are you asking questions about shit that's ingrained yeah. in us? Especially since you got Google. <laughs> Yo, like, Google is tight, my dude. Google is just, this shit. <laughs> I've really been telling people recently, like, and they're like, well, uh, what about the, I wrote this whole like sweet thread where it's like, look, if you have like, I'm not racist, but, and whatever your question is, I 
swear you can go on Google and say, <coughs> why do black people and put whatever racist thing you think black people do and you don't understand and you'll find out about it. Like, yeah. Learn about all the different automatic... ways systemic racism. I've, I've, I've done, I got asked to do a podcast the other day um, or, or, or a thing where um, someone was like, hey, do you have any racist experiences in Hollywood that you want to share or put on record? And I, I thought about it for a second and then I went, no. And this was the reason. I'm done telling white people that racism exists. I'm done. If you haven't noticed by now, it's because you don't care. Right. So I no longer care to tell you. I was on I was on Twitter the other day, and I'm sure this is a great review of Deja Vu. I was on Twitter <laughs> the other day, and it was like, you know, in reference to all the protests that are going on, someone wrote, had some sort of notes that they a- added me at where it was like, well, why are black people doing this? And what's with the riots? And what's this? Blah, 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 blah. Right? And as black people, I don't fucking know you guys, but we've had... <laughs> these conversations during every civil rights movement the mm-hmm. same people go the same people respond to the agitators and how agitated they are but they don't respond to the message and that's always going to happen so what i did was i wrote a six point thing where i addressed a number of issues and the and and the sixth one was suck my dick because you know why <laughs> i'm done you don't care you don't care Here's a bunch of science, but also suck my dick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, I'm, I'm done. I mean, that's so, that's so interesting because, you know, I, I'm not saying this, Malcolm, is a person you're alluding to, but I guess I'll say it. Uh, I, like, my stepfather watches a bunch of war movies, and every time we watch a Steven Spielberg war movie mm-hmm. or Band of Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. there's never, and I mean this wholeheartedly, there's never a black soldier. Makes like, no fucking never, sense. Never. And it's so crazy. I'm going to say it again. Watch Band of Brothers. The miniseries, they don't interact with another black soldier. No. <laughs> like, no. Remember never. Cold Mountain? They made, they made Cold Mountain as a, as a movie about the Civil War. There's no black people in it. Not one. It's what about a love story. What the fuck are y'all talking about? It's about a love story? It's like it's a confederate in it. I'm like, what <laughs> are we doing? But Nicole Kidman, though. But Nicole Kidman, They will make more movies about confederate soldiers than they will about... Black people beating these Confederate soldiers. We need more shooting these Confederate soldiers movies. But I think but I know, I think and we talked to... about it because we we did glory. We did glory. Like we reviewed glory, and then when we reviewed it, when we went back and like watched this movie again, we were like, oh wait, this whole movie is about Matthew Broderick. Like it wasn't <laughs> even about the black soldiers. No, like, I mean everybody remembers Denzel's tear, but that dude was a supporting character. In the movie. How Morgan many, Freeman. How many schools, for real, for real? How many schools are named after black soldiers from the Civil War who fought for black people? People are now starting to tear down all of the. First of all, I want to say it's multiple. Multiple schools are named after Robert E. Lee. All right, one of the big, one of the biggest Confederates. Technically, I know white people would be like, "Oh man, you know the rebels." No, 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 no. These were people who did not like America and didn't like Literally where America traitors. was going. The mm-hmm. big the anti-American. traitors. Anti-American, right? <laughs> Literally. And I'm like, they have multiple schools. So when I watch these movies, I just listen to um, Michael B. Jordan's like written speech, no shade to him, uh, his written speech from Hollywood yesterday calling for um, Hollywood to actually like stop just doing these tweets, but like hire black people, like hire yeah. them behind the camera and hire them in the executive offices. And it's so interesting because, um, 
again, like I'm, I'm working on a project now and it's run by all white people and it's very frustrating because we're having these arguments where it's like you're still not listening to what the very few black people on this call are saying. And so when I watch these movies, I'm like, there's it's a reason we don't see the black soldiers because we technically don't exist in a way that is, uh, what's the best way to put it? Positive. You know what I mean? Like I saw to like someone's, to them, to them. It's like, if anything, we may be a passerby. We may be someone who helps assist the white person who is the lead saving the day. I mean, even I'm looking at Ice-T talk about like how he is on Law & Order. Like, yeah, he's one of the main cops, but the lead cops are not black people. <laughs> we used to follow two white people save the day each episode, and he was the rebel cop who helped them out, if you will. You know what I mean? It's like we just perpetuate the same shit. Yeah, yeah it's the same shit. And also, you, you know... Here's the thing. I, I'm probably going to do this tomorrow, but it's just like, look, man. Your great granddaddy was a Nazi. Well, yes. He was, he was a slave master. But you're okay with that because white supremacy said slave masters are better than Nazis. And you have more nostalgia and it's so close to you that you can't address it. But you're, you're Nazis. <laughs> like, all of the South... And I'll say it, I don't know who my audience is. You're fucking Nazis. You know what I mean? Like you killed and enslaved people and you think you're better than the Germans in World War II? You, 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 yeah. you why? Yeah. Why? Because you don't want to feel bad about it. Like, I, like you don't want to, here... because you don't want to feel bad. That, I mean, that's everything we're dealing with right now. It's like, man, I feel like this could easily be handled if you just realized, hey, yeah, it may not have been me. My grandma still says some racist shit. We got to check her. You know, and I'm I'm checking her on every chance I get, and then we will move on amicably. You know what I mean? And even watching this movie is like I was, I was thinking about, hey, I wonder if Denzel was what the writers had in mind. You know, because he's doing a lot of stuff where I feel like, uh, it's hard for me because like even, even though he doesn't have like a badge always out, he is moving as though he does, and I feel like a black person has to show their credentials. As they're just doing so much shit. Like he when he's speeding down in the truck with um Paula Patton and he's like down um where the cars are on the boat. I'm like, these are moments where like I feel like a black dude would get arrested. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you look too suspicious where like you can't move this freely. And I just could not take his race out of this movie. And it's fucked up, but I just couldn't do it. I'm happy it wasn't a big deal. But I couldn't take it out because I just realized you can't move like that when you're black. Like the fact that we're in this state because a black dude may have used a fake check. A black kid was jogging peacefully. You know what I mean? Like a woman was sleep in her home. Like we can't move the same way. So it's hard for me to watch movies where that is ignored completely. Yeah. You know my, I mean? my wife and I were talking about the same thing. And I and I watching it, watching it now in in light of what's going on today as if it hasn't always been going on, but in light of what's happening outside the, my door right now, like, it was, like, wild. And I was, I was I was thankful for, like, the me in 2006 getting to watch this movie, you know, just exactly. out of, just out of uh, uh, high school and, you know, a couple years into college, like, watching Denzel Washington just fucking go around and be like, yeah, like, I'm smarter than everybody in the room. I can drive this... <laughs> car recklessly on the wrong side of the oh road. my goodness you know I mean? <laughs> like you know and it and it the the thing about it that's also sad is that like you know we would only see denzel only denzel would get to play a role like that 
you know? Like, yeah. it's not like <laughs> you can't see any any black person playing a role like that. Like, Denzel, though, he gets a pass. Right. Well, and then that's the thing, right? Like, we make these films, and that's why representation is important, but also behind-the-scenes shit is important, is that basically you see a certain star rises and all of a sudden we do wind up representing whole swaths of communities. Right. Um, that, and, and we shouldn't be right, but they, they find their favorites and all of a sudden you see this is possible. It's only because Denzel did his thing and became so palatable that we were able to see these things, which is, you know, fresh, it's uplifting and frustrating at the same time where you're like, okay, they have to see us. So now we get a Civil War movie that stars a black guy, even though history, there's black people. In it. Right. <laughs> Do you yes. know what I mean? So yes. we just don't get the product until they like the product makers, you know? And, and right. so it's, it's very, it's a frustrating, recurring theme in the success of minorities in America. You know, which is that when they find a favorite, then we get to show who we actually are. And it's 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 very frustrating because we shouldn't have to do that. It's 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 obvious and it's clear. Ugh, right. Wait, this is maybe a random question, but wasn't Jimmy Jim Caviezel, wasn't he Jesus? He was so, Jesus. Check this out. <laughs> this is my <laughs> like, wasn't it new I, Jesus? He, he he's the uh, bomber in this. Yeah, he was. So they, uh, I think the the I think I because I read trivia for literally every movie I ever see, and I, um, according to this, uh, Tony Scott had shirts made that said like, "We have Malcolm X, Jesus, and Jim Morrison. How can we lose?" Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. He did. He's gonna be Jesus again, right? Like, there's another one coming out. Or it did oh, come it out. It is. It is like come out sequel? in 2021. The yeah, Passion the of the sequel. Christ 2. The Passion of the Christ no. 2. Legitimately. It's called, it, no, it's called The Passion of the this, Christ 2 Resurrection. I have a question about this movie, his character in this movie. Didn't it seem like he like somewhat understood what was happening with the time travel stuff? Like that time when he where where Denzel's chasing him with the with the go- goggles on. And then they like stop and they're like, look, he's like looking at him. And he's like, I'm looking right at him. And it, like, what, oh, what was that all about? He didn't. So he didn't see what was going on. But there's this weird thing. So this is this is where the movie's weird. Right. Um, and they hedge their bets a little bit because there's a, a this is um, Denzel is watching the thing. And at some point. Um, at some point, he, he takes the little laser and 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 sh- and shines it at yeah. something and it shines effects, it through the thing that they're looking yeah, at yeah and it actually affects yeah. um what's going on there like a cat moves or something yeah, and yeah. reacts to it. so i think it was alluding to the fact that like they are actually able to in some way interact with that time period mm-hmm. but they're not very clear on on exactly how that's working um so yeah it's weird man it's scary i like this is i have like a I don't know if this is true, but this is my this is my like multiple times theory. Like if he has done this many many times before, it's possible that in one of these times or in a, in a few of these times, he like went to Jim Caviezel and was like, "I know, like I know exactly what you're gonna do." Blah blah blah. I'm from the like I'm from the future. Whatever whatever it is, like tried to use that and still died. And like. The Jim Caviezel that we interact with in this movie, even though 
he doesn't know yet because it hasn't happened yet, there's still this like, hey man, I I already have I have this sense and this feeling like you're gonna keep trying, but it's not enough. Like whatever your actions are, are that you're doing, it's not enough to change like what's written, like what's destiny. Because like that's one of the themes of this movie is like, can you change? Can you change like the the, the past, I guess. Like, can you affect the future or some something? Hey, man, I just realized that they touch on it, but they don't address it, really. Jim Caviezel fed his partner to an alligator, yo. Like, that's some... Yeah. That, that's some yeah. savage <laughs> shit. That was wild. I was like, yo... And he just left it there because he was like, damn, but I ain't got time to deal with this right now. Yeah, it was like, it was such a quick thing. They... they they led that breadcrumb of like, where's the partner? He's on vacation. Where's the partner? And then we finally see him. We see him die. And then we see his hand. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess the thing about this movie is like, I, I kind of like that we really don't get a breakdown, breakdown of how the time travel works. I feel like that always gets very confusing and just like, you can poke holes <laughs> in it really quickly. It's never helpful. Yeah. It's like, I'm happy yeah. we didn't deal with that. The- the way that they do it, I I think is pretty cool. Like it's also funny because it's it's very standard, like Hollywood script. But it but the acting was so good that it worked. It was it worked yeah. really well. Where like you have Adam, I think it's like Adam. The Goldberg second movie. he picks up the paper, I was just like, this scene is in every time travel movie. Every time travel movie. <laughs> this but is like, this, just <laughs> trying this, to this scene the like that on on Timeless, where he would close time like curve, where he takes a yeah. paper, uh, my man yeah. Patterson. And you I was like, time like it's this? great. I was like, I was like, this is great, man. Act the fuck yeah. out of this shit. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Denzel's but, like, so you're talk like I said. I said, tell me what about? It. I didn't say speak. PhD, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he literally said something like, "Don't talk PhD to me." Yeah. Oh, that talk was I'm gonna talk slowly so the people with the PhD can understand what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> fucking. And then, genius. but like, if you have a PhD, like the thing that the the scientist, like the actor scientist, says is like actually extremely rudimentary, and they're just like, "What? That you you didn't say anything?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good. Here's the thing, quantum theory. <laughs> you know. Here's the thing, though. There's a hole. <coughs> excuse me. There's a hole in every time travel show movie ever because, one, um, it's not possible. It's not currently possible. And, uh, yeah, man, that's it, man. It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Factual. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, but yeah, it was like a fun little scene where where Denzel just like free, freaks out, and that's where the line. I love it. From. I mean, also uh, watching him yeah. like throw stuff. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. When he started throwing stuff, I was like, first off, bro, I get your point, but maybe there was a better way to make this point because you didn't know <laughs> if you were breaking shit. Like, I'm like, you don't know if they like what you're doing is messing up everything. Period. I mean, he, so like, he breaks a full, mo- like, he breaks a monitor. I'm like, he doesn't know what that monitor does. Exactly. You <laughs> yeah. don't know how this works, man. Like, how you just. This monitor is broken. You oh, don't know what this line. shit does. <laughs> yeah, I, like- was, I was trying to find the line. The line was like, he was like, because they were like, he was like, well, 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 where is it? I can't see it. And he's like, well, we can't, yeah, you can't see it, but it exists. Just like cell phone, like cell phone signals and like radio waves. And he's like, listen, I. I don't know how a cell phone works, but I know how to use it. So how do I use this? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, it's a great, it's the thing is like, 
you you have to understand like Denzel sold that line. Like that line is not a good line. (laughs) It's such, but he like completely sold it. Yeah. There's one thing I want to say about Denzel, and it's and I mean this as a compliment. Denzel has the same. This is Denzel. Where the fuck are you from? (laughs) (laughs) Why you talk funny? (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's the southern it's the southern in me Wait, what part of what south are you see from? I'm I'm from D.C. but all our family is from like North Carolina that's South not the Carolina. south but D.C. Oh, okay. is the south it's below the um the uh, Mason Dixon line so we technically whatever. southern mm-hmm. okay <laughs> he's like alright he's like alright nigga whatever you say <laughs> no, look watch I don't know how geography works but how do I use it <laughs> <laughs> watching Denzel in this movie right Denzel this has nothing to do with anything. It's definitely a tangent. But Denzel's clothing style in every movie feels the same as Adam Adam Sandler's clothing style in every movie, which is like just oversized and just comfortable for no reason. <laughs> like no matter what Denzel movie is, aside from Training Day, it's just like big Hawaiian shirts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some really baggy jeans. This is like. <laughs> Like he is your coach. He is like every person's high school coach that just did any team. Could be the debate team. He just showed up with coffee. You know what I mean? It could be the football team. I rolled out of bed with coffee. It's like that's what Denzel. Matter of fact, in this movie, his first question is, "Where's the coffee?" I don't, like it just. Where's the coffee me. machine? Where's the coffee? It just bothered me so much. You gotta have a coffee machine, right? Uh, God, this movie was good though. I just don't. It was entertaining. I just don't know about liked it. Does that make sense? It's like I watched it. I would watch it again, but I don't know if I like it. I it definitely liked it way more watching this time than I when I first because when I first saw it, I just like I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't get it, <laughs> and I think it was mostly because I was so confused by the ro- romance part. But when I was watching it this time, I like started to make up a story in my head, and then I was like, "Oh, this is actually really cool. Like, there's more going on here than the movie ever explains." Uh, at least I, that's what I want it to be. Isn't she? In a, uh, isn't Paula Patton in another Denzel movie as well? Oh. Yeah, two guns. Two, two, two guns. guns. Two, two yeah, Mark guns. Wahlberg's. You guys two. didn't expect me to have all my shit together like this. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Which is based on um, a comic book. Yes, I do remember okay. that. Oh, they're not black in the comic book. Okay. Oh, they no. are. No. But Hollywood liked Denzel. They said, let's black it up. He's wearing the same clothes in this movie as. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah. those clothes were drawn in the. Yo. Com- you know what I'm saying? They were illustrated. And Yo. then. He, li- he definitely likes a good. Same. Denzel likes a good loose button. <laughs> Yo, this shit is crazy. <laughs> he does. He's hiding his dad bod a little bit. Yo, this is crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> Equalizer, he's, he's wearing the same hey. thing. Right. I think he's wearing a loose button down in. Uh, They're all in, short um, sleeve. In Magnificent Seven, I think he's wearing like a loose button down. Or but he got a vest on. In Magnificent Seven, he's still wearing. Yeah, virtuosity. Like he had to wear shirt that in a vest. Book of Eli, he got on a baggy button up. No. That's the end of the world. This shit is crazy. <laughs> Gerard, put your do rag on, man. You gotta or comb your hair. Do Come something. on, man. No, this, 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 this is the quarantine dude. This is the quarantine I save like your hair dude. You know? I like it. You see Anthony Anderson? Oh, bruh. Yeah. The one thing I have learned about the famous black men during quarantine is everyone has gray hair. Mm-hmm. Like Anthony Anderson has a full gray beard. Diddy has a full gray beard. Kevin Hart. I'm like, oh, we all just out here dying beards. Cool. So when I get gray, I'm ready. I'm you ready, ready for this. 
My shit is just cut off. All of my shit, I look exactly (laughs) the same in and out of quarantine. I look like I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, I ain't had to shape up anyway. I had to twist this to, to help preserve the top. Okay. You know, preserving the do is what I'm trying to do. I, I always look like a Bruce Willis at the beginning of a Die Hard movie. I always, I'm ah. always just like, kind of, t- I like really seriously don't really want to be here. But you but here. do it. Damn. That's, that's, that's me. That's uh, not about your guys' show. I love your show. I'm a huge fan. First you. first time caller, long time listener. How you going to say? First time, first time caller. You going to say huge fan. <laughs> first time caller. I've never seen your show. <laughs> You've made that abundantly clear. <laughs> Big fan. Love you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> any last uh any last deja vu thought like any anything else that we haven't talked about that you wanted to talk about this movie? Anybody? I mean, no, I just think it's wild that I just think it's wild that um he's the one that gets deja vu at the end. And also in the promotional materials for this movie, like the trailer of this movie just plays the last scene. Like the last scene of the movie. <laughs> Is, oh, was in all the trailers. That, yeah, it was. Also, it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense that that's when he's getting deja vu. That should be the first time they're ever experiencing. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's also, like, it's actually it's not deja vu. Like, there's no way they got to this moment before. No, but the, he has deja vu because of the song that plays. Oh, the yeah. song. Which is crazy because you know what's funny when that moment happened, I kept going. I know this is probably deja vu because of the song. I don't remember this song, and I don't remember the song. Wasn't that catchy to me? Was it? Was the song from? Wasn't the song what the what like that white dude on the ferry? Yeah, heard? yeah the ferry. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I it was playing see, in the car. See that that goes to my theory. Then, like the only way for him to have heard that song or feel like that's deja vu is because he's gone through this. He's gone to the ferry before and died. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, yeah. Which it's a weird thing, but because it's see, like if he's done that, how did he ever? But I guess that he started a cycle. And you know why the song wasn't memorable enough? They should have used um, "In the Club" from Fifty Cent, <laughs> like, like they did for Happy Death yeah. Day. Oh Remember yeah, Happy Death Yo, that's Day. That's a good movie. Right. That's a good movie. And when they kept using like "It's Your Birthday" or something yeah, like yeah, that, like yeah, yeah. that's a good movie. But what's funny is when you watch the movie, they use a totally different song. Oh yeah. Which- yeah, I forget Wait, which one they and use Happy in Death the movie. Day. Uh, Happy Death Day. Oh, the sequel's pretty fun. Yeah, too. they actually don't use in the movie. I mean, in the trailer, they use uh, Fifty Cent. Um, uh, in the cl- Go Shorty, mm-hmm. it's your, yeah, I think yeah. it's that. Um, but in the movie, I think it's probably like I don't know. They might be giants or something. I, don't know. I mean, normally I talk to Hollywood at this point, but in all honesty, I just want to see other people besides. Like, I never want to take work away from black actors. I just want to see more black actors. And as much yeah. as I love seeing Denzel, Will, Michael B, you know, there's a plethora of other people who can lead a movie, you know? I just hope at one point after this quarantine and after all this Black Lives Matter that people will actually put up and give other Black voices a chance. Because it's just, there's so many stories that don't have to revolve around us being Black or us dealing with the cops or like some type of traumatic stress from our past life of growing up Black. I just want to hear more stories and see more black faces on screen in like, I don't, it's just so frustrating because I, I have no well, clue. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I always wonder, it's like, you know, I wish we got celebrated. I wish our newer stars got celebrated the same way that Hollywood celebrates every new piece of white talent. Like it bothers me that Timothy Chalamont yeah. is on the tips of people's lips 
but Ashton Sanders isn't. Makes no sense. You know what I mean? And Ashton Sanders was the one in the Oscar award-winning movie. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, and I'm not going to front on you, I have to look the boy's name up every time I see him because they don't put his face everywhere the way they should. This guy is in an Oscar. Probably his first movie, maybe? Or the first movie Mm -hmm. I ever heard about him in? And the guy's amazing. He's in the fucking Wu-Tang. Speaking of Denzel, he's in Equalizer 2. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why is it? And the the boy fashionable as fuck. His IMDB shit is on fleek. You know what I mean? Why is this young man not on the covers of magazines for no reason, the same way you got Timothy Chalamet on the covers of magazines for no reason. You know what I mean? They don't put us out there there unless we we have to defy everything. We have to be the absolute toppity, toppity, top to get the same attention. And that's why we aren't mentioned as quickly because, you know, you'll have like a Gwyneth Paltrow or whoever the hell on the cover of some shit with no new movie out. But you don't have Angela Bassett on the cover of some shit with no new movie right. out. Yeah, you know we're 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 not looked at in the same way, and that is extremely frustrating. And I don't have any helpful answer at the end of this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real. You know what I was thinking while I was watching Deja Vu? This, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be real quick. All right, but like you know how like this movie starts one way, but then at the end of it, you're like, dang, they time traveling. But like that was like set up throughout. Like you start to get like little hints of it, and then the payoff is you actually see that that happen, right? I just feel like Hancock when when out of nowhere, you know, he's an Egyptian god and like you know, or like a mythic creature, you know. Like I just feel like that wasn't set up. Like I feel like that wasn't, you know. I felt like. So it could have been something a little bit more Hancock? clear. I was going to ask confusing you guys, everyone. James. That's just what that just was what I was thinking while I was Hancock watching. Isn't like good. Hancock's like not it's not it's not good. Yes. I just realized. You, yeah, James. Are you doing a what? He does a Is this bit. a thing he does every episode yes. about Hancock? Yes. He used to No, th- I just re- He used to think it was good. Now I guess he thinks it's bad. I, yeah, look, just, I like Hancock from what I remember oh, because Hancock what? is also one of the few original story superhero movies made in That's Hollywood. True. It's 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 one of the only like other than I think Wait, what? Maybe Super? Oh no. Yeah, Hancock is an original story about okay. a script. You guys yeah. got to read the original The real screenplay script. is I have so it. Good. Yeah, it I have it. The original screenplay it's is not, so wait. good. It's not good. You didn't like the original screenplay? Okay, then I I changed my mind. Maybe Hancock is is great. James, thank you, I don't care about your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm saying thank you. Oh Lord. But you know, you know, riding for riding for Hancock. For Hancock. John, set up, set up <laughs> the right. boat, please. <laughs> okay, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of, of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Why, why would you show your face James? now? Get the fuck off yeah, Why would you show James? your face now, dude? Why I gotta now, show, James? I, I got to show my rating. the whole time. You could have done this Your the screen whole is moving fine, time. James. No, the whole time you could have done this. All right. Dang. Okay. <laughs> We're going to put up our ratings. If you think this film fully helped the cause of more away. leading black actors in Hollywood, we give it a black fist. If we think it's somewhat helped the cause, give it a white palm. If you think, I don't know, I feel like this film didn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. Okay? This is a horrible rating system. Come on, man. This is beautiful. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Come on, sense. man. It's beautiful. We, we made this five years ago when we thought 50 people would listen to this podcast, and then we just we got stuck with it. Guys, 
Guys, you're getting hugely popular now. <laughs> yeah, at least 500 people listen. <laughs> yeah. Guys, oh my God. I'm on the show. You guys have a huge outreach. Now. You know what I mean? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, Here we go. Yeah. I give it a black three. fist. How, how, oh, wait. How does this work? Oh, that's all right. You gave it a black fist. What are we Maybe doing? Not. Everybody else. I get black fist, baby, all day, all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get a black fist too. Okay. Listen, all day. No, I was really no, close Jonathan, to it a pop. No, Jonathan, because you opened with we give it nothing, Jonathan. <laughs> James, That's why what I, don't, you I don't even trust your whole word. You sound like white people here. Black Lives Matter. I heard I you at the beginning. A black fist. Too bad we couldn't what? see it, James. Fuck you, James. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most on-brand thing that has happened on the podcast. And Just it was so, so easy. <laughs> Malcolm picked up on it so easy. That's the thing. <laughs> Malcolm ain't know, he ain't know it was a bit. When like it this, started. it just started. Like that. So it's not he just didn't us. know it was a bit. He was like, "Cool, I'm gonna just." <laughs> James, we can't the... see you, dude. <laughs> like, and then you appeared for five seconds and just went away again. <laughs> I went away because oh, you're not looking at the chat, but Sam told me to just use the chat. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to say this. <laughs> Why are you saying this? Is this Talk your about show? Here, here's the other thing. James is the one who reached out to me to do this goddamn show. <laughs> and then I do it. And I don't even see this motherfucker. I just see his monogrammed Zoom towels on here. Whatever the hell this is. James the Third. Oh, man. Also, how's your name James the Third? What are you, just the third James? Man, yeah, that's right. I'm just the third James ever. I've been around for a minute. He's what he does. He, he time travels. What you don't know is that James has lived a long life. Okay. What is your last name? You don't use your it's last the name. Third. You're a rapper? <laughs> he's like Madonna. What's the funny? Is, what's, what's funny is he's James Third the first. That's the crazy <laughs> right. Oh, that's true. Whoa, that's that deep. actually blew my mind. That's deep. Yeah, James Third the first. Thank you. All right. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, so yeah, wait. Why did everybody give it a fist? I don't know. Denzel's in it. It's the. Yeah. <laughs> was that, that, I mean, that's why I give that, it. That's why it, I give it a it, black. Isn't that a reason to give it a palm? Because I was feeling like you know, yeah, Denzel's in it. But, but at this point, my man had been in a thousand movies, and then like Paula Patton is barely in it. I mean, she got a thing, but like she didn't get enough to like really. I know. I, I think it's up. a. I think it's a complex sci-fi movie. That keeps me thinking. So mm, that's that, true. I mean, and I can keep creating stories based off of this movie. And the stories that I create in my head that you just created, like, satisfy me. They satiate me. So yeah. that's amazing. And also, it is one of the few black time travel movies. So true. There's, a, there, there's like... This one. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's in Time Jumpers. This one. And and met him and, and this film time, time jumpers <laughs> you made up time Listen, going into the past time jumpers I've seen real. reset I've seen and it it's good and men and then technically Men in Black three is Men in Black time three <laughs> this is but, right, uh, this, yeah that's it uh, wait what was I gonna say that oh right um the other the other woman in this movie is also a black woman which that was oh, that was cool Khadijah. I wanted to and talk she, about that Erica yeah. Alexander is in this movie Living right. Single from, is from this living, movie yeah, from single. Um, who's amazing and it's like that's another actress where it's just like one she never ages oh your crew is look you, you guys got to get the fuck out of here I'm, I'm gonna talk a whole lot but <laughs> anyway she never ages and she's not Khadijah that was Queen Latifah oh shit she was uh, 
Oh shit! I'm Maxine. Maxine. Maxine Negrums. Maxine. If we don't remember how his wife pokes, folks remember. <laughs> That's why friends came out immediately after. True. Because y'all don't know Khadijah from Maxine. I know. <laughs> God. And they should have. They should have kept the title friends too. Then what would friends be known as? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You know. You know. Living single came first, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it was called friends yeah. too. Or it was supposed to be. Was it called friends? It was originally? called friends. It was called friends, but they changed the title. Mm-hmm. Yo, and then they had like a male living single um, with um, the brother from a different world, and I think yes, Hardison yes. or or some somebody was in it. It was like I can't remember. What it was it might have been called Brothers or some shit. Brothers, yes. I think. Now they yeah, got a show yeah. coming out I called. Really Bruh. liked that show. Y'all heard about the new called show, bruh? bruh? I mean, it's Tyler, it's Tyler Perry show. Yeah, that's, t- that's Tyler Bruh. Perry. That's TP, baby. Bruh. Th- that's the yeah. thing, man. We got to, we be trying to, we got to out black our shit so much <laughs> just so white people understand why we're doing this. Yeah. They're like, okay, is it really black? All right. Well, Bruh. okay. Don't just be regular black people just doing shit. Oh, God. Love it. Um, Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Thanks so much, Malcolm, uh, for yes. coming on, man. Where, where, where can people find you and, and stuff you want do you want people care. to find you online <laughs> do you want care, people? man like <laughs> i mean here's how i view fame right <laughs> like i i've done enough like this ain't gonna make me famous <laughs> he's like i saw no what new you engagement mean, man? <laughs> i did that show i My saw negative engagement <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm verbal to rapper Malcolm Barrett. I got I got some albums out. I got rap albums. I got uh we got I got a band called Verbal and Icarus. We got an album out called Funhouse, our former album Sin City. Um what else? I don't know, man. I got a theater company uh called uh Ammunition Theater devoted to uplifting uh underrepresented voices, which usually translates into women people of color black folks mexicans everybody um and uh i don't know man whatever i feel like you know i just i'll just do another i i just feel like i'll do a movie and then people know other shit i'm doing (laughs) that's dope yeah but our our fans are special (laughs) listen your fans are special they're beautiful and and in all honesty this is the only sincere uh uh, thing that I'm gonna say today, which is uh, I'm I'm really glad that you guys reached out and uh, to me to have me on the show. I, I really am proud of the work that you guys did on Astronomy Club. Um, I'm really proud that you guys have this show, and um, I'm just happy to be a part of it. You guys ever want to reach out to me? Let me know. I think we just need to help each other and promote each other. And you guys are beautiful and funny, and and let's keep it on and and keep on moving. And I can't wait to see the next great venture you guys have. Oh man, thank you, thank man. You, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. Fucking surprised you. Yeah, you did. Look at that. Soft ass, silly motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, oh, well, everybody else, you can you can find us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackman. Are you promoting your own shit website. on your show? You know, we promote our social handles you know. so people can follow us when we, when we tweet stuff. More people see. <laughs> okay, I'm at Malcolm Barrett or at Verbal the Rapper. Oh, okay, I like that. Um, yeah, I'm at John Braylock, James, James Third Comedy. Third is three R D, and I'm at Draw Milligan. Here's the thing, though. Are you guys, are people watching this who don't follow you? Is that what it is? Well, we don't even yes. show I mean, this footage, yes. really. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know because more people listen to this than I have followers on Twitter, so I'm going to ah. keep saying it. Until... <laughs> John wants to check. Oh, wait. John wants that check. I... 
I gotta get, see, and I also admire you guys because I'm trying to get into the uh, casting game, the podcasting game. I st- oh, that's a new thing that I can talk about. I started a, a live IG show called uh, Going Live with Malcolm with Malcolm. Uh, so that's a thing. That's fun. So by this time, I will have had on my show uh, Brandon Scott, um, who's on uh, Dead to Me, You're Dead Like Me or some shit. He's also my band member, Icarus, and Verbal and Icarus. I will have had Marquis Richardson from Dear White People. Um, and tomorrow, but what will be last week, because we're in Deja Vu, I will and have had uh, Ahmed Best, um, who is Jar Jar Binks. A, oh, wow. Also Ahmed Beck. Wow. Um, also, he has a brand new show called Jedi Temple. Um, he's a friend of mine and also in my theater company. Um, but it's a it's a Star Wars children game show. Um, and he is probably the he's I know we all know John Boyega, but he is the first black number one lead in the Star Wars universe. And he's a producer on it as well. So it's it's really cool. So by the, by the time this airs, I think probably one episode will have aired of his show on, uh, I think, YouTube Kids or Star Wars Kids or, or something like that. And then after that, I will have had or I'm going to have either and Jonathan Slavin from Better Off Ted and Yvette Nicole Brown from Community and Avengers. Dope. And has a show Amazing. called The Fibber or yeah. Great Fib or something. Yeah, she has a show on Disney Plus as well. Yeah. Dope. Hell yeah. All right. That's lit. This is me plugging my black people. Yes. Honestly, yes, man. You should. And the last thing I'll do is if you rate and review us, give us five stars on iTunes. We read your reviews on the air. This one is from Danger Cat. (laughs) Very pretty simple. Very good. These guys are smart and good and funny and good. Much recommendation. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I love that. That's hilarious. Great. And then um awesome <laughs> uh, this one is nicknames are dumb t- 2011 funny and thoughtful great perspective to hear about movies while also funny as hell love it thank you guys so much uh thank you for listening and we'll see you next week peace peace forever dog. this has been a forever dog production Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. (coughs) 